420, everybody. Uh, we're coming here with some breaking news. Uh, it's currently 420 in the afternoon. PM. Uh, they're saying that kids Tuesday, are smoking, smoking weed on 420 <laughs> and Tuesday, March 7th. They're inhaling marijuana smoke. Uh, we go live with John on the scene where he's, I'm, he's surrounded by a cloud of smoke. John, what can you <laughs> tell us about this, this cloud of smoke around you? Yeah, I'm here with at least two dozen teenagers. As you can see, they've formed multiple circles and are, <laughs> as my father would say, passing the duchy on the left hand side. <laughs> <laughs> they always are saying that. I've tried to get into several of the circles. They've repeatedly said things like, fuck off, old man, and spat generally <laughs> in my direction. Uh, I lost sight of them at times because the smoke was so thick. They were able to escape into my weak peripheral vision. <laughs> <laughs> the kids aren't passing you the booth. What is wrong? wrong with children these days <laughs> the, the zoomers have no respect this is what you know tradi traditional morals like passing the booth now people just watch tiktok and they're like it's yeah. normal to shove the booth up your ass we've <laughs> got to take back our country yeah this is what china is doing to our youth <laughs> i saw a fucking uh, tweet that i think it was from a british person but it could have been from somebody from any other country and they were like just found out americans pass a wet i don't even remember what they called it a wet joint around to each other instead of just pinning the dart they had this lingo for it <laughs> they were basically saying like like i can't believe americans don't each just smoke a whole joint and i yeah. thought about like first i was mad and then i thought about it and i was like you're probably right it's just it seems like the best thing <laughs> well, to do yeah, smoke more weed yeah yeah well weed I, I, a joint. I guess it's because in the past maybe it was like expensive yeah. Here and or it was, it was like, hard to get. You were like throwing in five bucks to like make a big blunt, and also the weed was shitty anyway. So like you couldn't really smoke a whole one yourself, and it wouldn't. I don't know. Well, I, I that's the other thing. At, at this point in weed's history, I <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't smoke a whole joint myself. Yeah, yeah. the cop no. shit, no way. Not for me. Yeah, I, I can't. I go to LA and I take one hit off of that shit and I'm fucking flying around Melrose. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that stuff that I was smoking in high school, you'd smoke like a whole joint of that and you'd get approximately as high as I get off one hit off of this little vape <laughs> battery. The vape thing. that you're holding up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that I smoke all day now. So it's also like my tolerance <laughs> has got to be like insane, but also my, my perspective on like what a reasonable tolerance is, is also shifted so it also makes me think back to when i was like 18 smoking mm. like a few joints a day and i was like is this way too much man am i, smoking, am I smoking so much everybody's mom has like a blood thc content of like three and a half percent it's kind of like it's kind of like memes in a way too it's like back in the early days of the internet you'd see like one lolcat You'd be chuckling about that for days. Like yeah. now, you know, it's like a hundred deep fried memes passed through your eyeballs before you've even fully woken Crack up. Crack a smile. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's <laughs> like, what is this? Is doing nothing for me. This is just part of the wallpaper of my existence. Yeah. yeah. At a certain point, you're not even laughing. You're just saying stuff. Yeah. At a certain point, you're no longer even playing with a stick and a hoop. <laughs> you've been absorbed into some other more ideological pastime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's really how it is, is it's like, I, I guess we, we're all just starting to feel like the internet's really, it's not the place to go anymore. But like, where's the new, where's the new medium? Everybody's talking about VR. You got to bring back VR. malls. <laughs> what? <laughs> we got to bring back malls. We got to bring, well, <laughs> nah. like an area in your community that you can walk around 
is probably a good idea. Not to go all numb Todd on the podcast, <laughs> but I think it would be good if I could walk to a store. <laughs> I think Listen. it'd be cool if I could like walk to a place where people were like a community center or something. Yeah. Walk around and be like, hey, what you painting, man? That's cool. What are you working on? Who are you? Yeah, yeah. Americans are 100% sick in the head yeah. because they want to live completely isolated from everyone except for their family. And mm-hmm. they have to drive somewhere just to get to a place where other people are. Mm-hmm. They want to live out in the, f- they want to live in a fantasy of like Walden or whatever, mm-hmm. where they're, they, they're all alone in the forest, except their mom brings them fresh baked bread every <laughs> week or whatever. But like a really scary, like Panopticon version of Walden. Cause they all want to have a ring camera on their door. And whenever like a person in a hoodie <laughs> strolls by, they're like, Oh my God, is this like, are we going to have yeah, a rape- Gatt- Gatling guns come out of the side of their house and yeah. shoot it? <laughs> Is there a rapist slasher moving into our neighborhood? Because I saw a guy look weird through a through my camera. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing is because like when you get into a situation where you're like, OK, I've moved out into the middle of nowhere. I've got everything that I need for sustenance. I don't need to work anymore. I'm just homesteading this like, you know, house and land and whatever you start to get into this mode where it's like, okay, you literally don't want anything anymore. Everything that you have is all of the stuff you've ever wanted. You've achieved your dream as limited as it may be. And so now desire starts to kind of creep in around the edges. And what are you hungry for now? Well, you want an enemy. You want somebody to try to come and take Mm. it so you can prove that you can defend it. But at the end of the day, doesn't that just make you like a sad dude in a house? Yes, (laughs) it does. Like, you're no better than somebody who just plays PlayStation 12 hours a day. You're probably worse. You're way worse. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather you just be playing PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the real... So you're saying the real solution is build a homestead, get a PS5, get a sick internet connection, and then just play COD with the boys after you fed the chickens and made eggs or whatever. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think yeah. a lot of people are just like, how do I grapple with the insane uh, difficulty of living in this hell country? And I'm like, well, uh, it's important to get get your hands on some of the things that you want on top of making sure you have the stuff that you need. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it's also important to not stop desiring things, which a lot of people, I think Marxists are like, I, I'm going to reject capitalism by not needing anything. I anymore. don't need a mm, shit. <laughs> I'm going to fucking get all my clothes from the garbage. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't imagine a way to instantly do more psychic damage to yourself. <laughs> John, you're saying becoming a freegan is not like the path to enlightenment. Being like, I only eat vegan food unless my friend Scooter found it in a trash can, and then it's old chicken wing time. I think it's reclaimed. I think enlightenment is bullshit. That's not real. Yeah, that was made up by weird racists who believe in phrenology. I I don't even know because I I mean there is a whole class of people that think like their ideology, their like you know the freegan thing that they're doing is like if everyone did this, the world would be perfect. Like those people are are you know they're idiots, but they're kind of cute, and you just kind of let them do their weird little thing. But the it's the people who are like they know that not participating personally isn't going to change the way the world functions, but they're like, I just have to do it for my health, for my sanity. (laughs) I just have to give up on wanting all of this stuff that capitalism keeps shoving in my face. And it's like, nah, man, you, you can't lie to yourself. You do still want a can of Coke. 
You do yeah. still want a it's personal good, pizza. Yeah. You, you do wanna... still want an e-scooter. I'm sorry. Lying to yourself <laughs> isn't going to fix the problem. I it's guarantee like, it will make it worse. Those people are just mm. are just monks because because <laughs> yeah. they they the way that monks believed in in God uh-huh. and and they were like, "Well, I should remove myself from earthly pleasures." They're like, you know, like everyone else believing that the market is God. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I need to remove myself from non-market pleasures. <laughs> yeah. And I they're just like, just... they just go around and be like, I gotta, I gotta not partake in the, in the whole world around me so that I can, you know, be blessed by the market in the sky. Yeah. I feel like John, what you're actually like, like hitting on something really interesting, which is that there's like, like, I feel like what people on like people who are like return type people in whatever way it's like what they want to return to is like some kind of pre-capitalist like purity mm-hmm. and i feel like that's what motivates people who are like i'm gonna be like a raw meat only carnivore or whatever <laughs> is they think that it's like if they can go back and like not be eating the like chicken nuggets and the coke and the big macs or whatever then somehow they're like supplanting capitalism or like removing themselves from the system like not that those people are even anti-capitalist but i think they just like see the system and see the like well i think a lot of people are anti-capitalist even if they don't think they are that's true yeah it's like th- those people think like industrialized like, food is bad or whatever you'd have to you have to be exceptionally stupid not to correctly identify the ways that capital has made everything worse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like everyone knows that movies have changed and gotten worse yeah. and like become less creative and less interesting. Mm-hmm. Everyone can identify that and like understand it. Some people like justify it and they're like, actually all I ever wanted was Marvel remakes for the yeah. rest of my life. I love Velma. <laughs> and it's actually, they're doing a lot of creative stuff with it. Mm-hmm. But I, I think a lot of people recognize that like, like it does suck that everything is a CVS now. Everything mm-hmm. like, when I was younger, everybody was like afraid Walmart was going to take over the world. Yeah. And it's like they did, but it was now it's Amazon or whatever. And it's like now Walmart's in your pocket. (laughs) The silly things we used to believe. Remember when Kmart was a contender? Yeah. (laughs) Those were the days. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it all just eats itself and like everyone looks at it and is like, oh, it all is the same corporation. Mm -hmm. Everything is soulless and has no person, like there's no interpersonality in the market or, or in, in the common spaces or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I think you have to be just really a freak to like, not even recognize that that's worse than it was. Yeah. But people just, draw the wrong conclusions about what to do about it. <laughs> yeah, and some of them are so yeah, dumb. Yeah, it's because like, they put too many women in the Marvel verse. <laughs> it's because of all these trans people. Yeah. yeah. No, because I mean, no one's it. drinking enough goat blood with their cow liver that's raw. I want to return to when Target had just gay flags. Yeah. <laughs> And not trans flags or whatever. I want to go back to 2001 before the pH balance in this topsoil (laughs) shift. Like people will come up with anything they have to to, to explain away the horrors of capitalism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's all because we're not having 432 hertz or what's the good one for. Obviously, the good one is 420. I don't know how many times (laughs) I have to say this, (laughs) Uh, but um, it's. It's, uh, I, you know, you see it already, like, TikToks or whatever of, like, of 
like uh, old videos of like kids in high school in the 90s and mm-hmm. they're like look at how happy everyone was yeah but you don't even <laughs> have to go to the 90s like i feel like you could like i feel like i've looked up songs from like 2015 and people were like music was just better back then and you're like i remember <laughs> I, d- I wish i could go back to these days and it's fucking like seether yeah <laughs> also it's so funny because like hey ya by outcast comments on hey ya by outcast like that I, Wait, i'm not kidding yeah, yeah, yeah way so better sorry. than seether um it's like uh <laughs> You know, you just wonder, like, do people also not realize that kids are pretty good at smiling in photos? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Especially back in the day, like before a camera, like that's the other thing is people just aren't honest about the way our relationship to technology has changed. It's not that people aren't as happy. It's that it's easier to take a picture of a sad person. (laughs) That's true. It used to be hard. You used to have to sneak up on them with a big ass camera and Mm -hmm. you'd flash light in their face and half the time you'd just get a startled response. Yeah, that's true. The the amount of times that like a a teenager could like make a video of themselves and just be to like talk about something. It it literally has been. It wasn't until 2010, I would say around there Mm -hmm. when cameras stopped being a novelty. Yeah. Like if you had someone like filming, you'd be like, oh, don't film or like, oh, you'd feel awkward and you wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. But now mm-hmm. it's just like literally everyone is taking your picture all the time and people mm-hmm. don't care. Yeah. You're in someone's like Instagram story or especially Snapchat kids story. in high school or junior high or whatever. Like mm-hmm. they're, co- they're all the, they only understand themselves through like a Lacanian mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> But they don't even know the proper terms for it. And that's why I'm taking to TikTok. John's Lacan seminars. (laughs) They don't even, like on TikTok, being like, click like if you're experiencing jouissance. (laughs) Jacques Lacan didn't actually write any books. (laughs) These are all speeches he gave that he wrote down first, which is like a book, but you say it. You think Ecrete is a book? (laughs) And the whole time I'm like dancing. (laughs) Yeah, there's a little like uh, treasure runner in the side. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever that game is called. Yeah, there's, there's. What is the other thing it's there? You know, it's like scooping s- sand, scooping sand for some the, All the distraction yeah. stuff, like in yeah, the side. Yeah. The, the, what do they call those? Um, yeah, that's like the big they, thing now to show they you. Call those the objet petit a. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, holding like, up a Coke can, like this is not a TikTok video. <laughs> Just mixing all your historical references. <laughs> there was a guy named Magritte. Yeah. <laughs> It also just seems like he a lot. He had an apple for a face. Walking into class with our mutt sharpied across my face. <laughs> <laughs> we got to talk about game theory. <laughs> you kids ever heard of Stafford beer? Like slamming the desk a little too hard. Like. <laughs> How, do you even know what Campbell's soup tastes like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this Lacan shit boring as fuck. You just have a Lacan book, but then in the front of it is a phone playing family guy. <laughs> yeah, Brian funny moments. Yeah. <laughs> Reading through Derrida of writing indifference is like, ah, sweet, a schizo thread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should make that TikTok actually. Yeah, I think I'm gonna do it now. I think uh, <laughs> I think the TikTok world needs me. Yeah, you finally we finally need to get you on there. It's been uh it's been annoying. I don't really want to sign up for any new uh websites cuz I know TikTok has like a different cool and different thing going on, but like I don't know, Twitter and uh Facebook and and everything else, Tumblr, Instagram have all just felt so undifferentiated for a while. It's like mm-hmm. hard to even want to post anymore cuz I go to my feed and there's nothing good in my feed. Like my friends might post something that I have half an interest in, but like yeah. 
the rest, like getting my news from Twitter, <laughs> that doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, I, I definitely have, I don't know if I specifically have made my Twitter timeline more stupid on purpose. I feel like everyone, I feel like just... I kind of did, but like also it just has been become yeah. that. And I definitely you've get, you've just been steering into the skid. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, because I'm just like I don't want to. Like, do I really need to see all the dumb shit that's happening in the world all the time? Yeah. I'd rather just see, you know, the Pikmin avatar say some that the cat needs to die or whatever. Like, <laughs> you know, I I'd rather just see funny stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't need. I I don't even know if I want news at all. What's the point of news? Yeah, I don't know. It's not really... What anything. am I going to do about it? Yeah. Get back to me when you've got new product features to inform <laughs> me about. Yeah. Get back to me when you've got DLC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when Elden Ring DLC comes out, I'm going to know about it. That's and true. It's not, it doesn't really have anything to do with Twitter. You don't have to check the internet. I watched the new Boots Riley show trailer today. Oh, is that, that a was, new thing? That was just from my Discord. Nice. Yeah. Discord is the hot new social media. I think so. It feels a lot more nice. It's like aim with all the people you like. Yeah. Or or, or it's like a forum. Like depending on the Discord, it's like, yeah, I feel like a, a chill small one is like an aim chat room and just like people are logging in and out. Well, that's yeah. that's that's true also because like Discord can take on a lot of different forms. You ever walk into a Discord and immediately realize you don't belong there? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I, well, I, I joined a few different Minecraft discords that were more toxic than the <laughs> discords I joined that were specifically to find out how people were selling drugs on Discord. Those were more normal. The <laughs> Minecraft bet- discords way more fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I bet the like what's know, going on in the like Minecraft crypto discords. scam discords or like drug discords. Those are pretty normal. And then like Minecraft. Gosh, I don't know. I mean, Minecraft is like it's adjacent. If you're online, it's just adjacent. It's a whole category of of online like on every website there's a ton of minecraft content i just feel like it's like it's like the most default kind of thing so you're going to get the most like default gamer you know like the most like 12 year old dream fans also it feels like every minecraft creator is also 15 so it's just like yeah a bunch of teenagers who have been like grew up on minecraft because it was cheaper than their parents like getting them an autism diagnosis or something. <laughs> it's just a bunch of 12 year olds handing the same $19 Fortnite gift card around in a big circle. <laughs> <laughs> you made this, you made this honey farming machine with water rather than red store. Kill yourself. <laughs> Why don't you kill yourself for not using redstone noob? Yeah. Why don't you using redstone? <laughs> well, uh, maybe we should do some news stories <laughs> before, before we get too sidetracked. Yeah. Yeah. If you uh, want to do some news stories, well, we can talk about the news. We can talk about news. This is something <laughs> that's, that's very Minecraft esque, which is that, uh, in Canada, apparently the police have had to investigate because in Nova Scotia, people have just been hanging mannequins from hmm. overpasses that okay. doesn't seem that seems a little uh are they making a movie uh, like a halloween prank or something <laughs> pranked i i hang <laughs> multiple mannequins from a bridge in halifax <laughs> maybe they're trying to make a new sh- um shay say james mm. uh movie oh what's they're, that they're doing the hand thing Remember Shay St. James? <laughs> no. What's the name? Uh, it's like this really early internet thing where it was like this mannequin that had like a voice. And then there was like another dude who wore a mannequin face. 
and would oh. like talk to it, but it was just like very creepy and weird and no one knew where, what it, where it came from or what it was supposed to be. Like one of the early like cursed videos on the internet. Yeah, yeah, early cursed, cursed, cursed vibes. I'll put it uh I'll put it in the Discord. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, if you're a mannequin head. I mean not a liter I mean like a fan of mannequin yeah. content. <laughs> um but yeah, they they hang these from a bridge in Halifax and uh they found out about him because an ambulance hit one. Oh, okay. The report doesn't say like if there was a patient in the back of the ambulance or anything, but I got to imagine that's a pretty weird situation. Like you're, you're suffering heart palpitations or something and you're on your way to the hospital and there's a loud crash and your ambulance driver's like, was that a fucking mannequin? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> oh, it also, it had orange clothing and was marked with justice for Vernon. Justice for Vernon. Who's Vernon? Oh, okay. So it's a political. Uh, oh, this is a this is a political. I was dressed. Oh, so it was a. It was probably about a prisoner. Yeah, maybe. Justice for Vernon. I wonder if it was like a a store mannequin, or this was like some sort of made of peat moss kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It says it like fucked up the ambulance, but the paramedics and patient were not injured. It like shattered the That's windshield. Good. It sounds like. So, it's weird that this article you included doesn't mention who Vernon is or, oh, he goes, Vernon, it is presumed by the RCMP, is Vernon Dusat, Dusset, a former re- resident of concession in the municipality of Clare, who was the victim of a February 22 home invasion. At the time, he was found in his home suffering from life-threatening injuries and was taken to hospital by ambulance. The 64-year-old man died weeks later. Hmm. hmm. I wonder. I don't know how hanging a mannequin is going to get justice for him. Also, like, it seems a little bit odd that you hit an ambulance with it when it was like this guy got a guy injured. Who needed an ambulance. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> it, it feels like a very Fight Club Tyler Durden ass kind of statement. This feels like this a very Joker guy. Th- this feels mm-hmm. like a uh, like a Michael McDonough movie. Oh, opening yeah. you know it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. three billboards yeah just like they ram into a mannequin and like no one knows who put the mannequin there <laughs> this is the beginning to a season of fargo i'm pretty sure yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, yeah. exactly like that some some sort of weird interpersonal uh s- sort of intrigue in a small town is happening yeah this is canada right yeah yeah this is nova scotia it's weird it's hard to find exactly what happening what's happening yeah he owned a lobster fishing boat with his son, like in In the Bedroom. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. Uh, he was brutally attacked. A friend stopped by for coffee and found Doucette so badly beaten, it was hard to recognize him. God. So. Yeah, I don't. A 60 year old man getting killed on a home invasion, and then you like hang a mannequin. It's really hard to draw any kind of line. From this, this is one of the most bizarre stories you've ever put in here. <laughs> yeah, this is wild. And it's like only a theory that that's what it means. It didn't even like have his last name or anything. Yeah, I don't know who, what happened. Yeah. Who knows? This is spooky. It's a fucking mystery. <laughs> well, stuff's been getting spookier recently. I mean, uh, our notes today are really just a geographic tour because every single one of these in, involves like a specific location. Mm-hmm. Not a one of them is like Facebook announces a new policy <laughs> or you can't post <laughs> your lunch anymore. <laughs> yeah, our next story is that apparently in South Carolina, Republicans are pushing for a bill to make abortion a death penalty crime. 
That's cool. All right. Well, yeah. That'll pass <laughs> any day now. Seems normal. <laughs> and uh, their reasoning for it is that this is actually a way to protect life by making sure that more people die, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you read the article, they're just like, we really don't want anybody who uh, uh, murders a child to live. And that <laughs> means that we stand for... Uh, Keeping people alive, obviously. I mean, really, it's shocking that it took them we this can, long. We're to pro actually, life, actually. To yeah. actually get there, it's like if your if your moral stance really is that it's murder, then you should be putting people on trial for it and like you know charging them with murder. I remember that when like Trump was running for president, that was like a, a weird thing he ran into, which is that like you know the Republican Party is always like anti-abortion, but they don't really want to pass a law that makes you like go to jail if you're a an individual person who gets an abortion, they want to Mm -hmm. punish like doctors or hospitals or providers or whatever. But Trump was like asked in an interview, like, should it be illegal? And then should there be punishment? And he was like, yeah, I think there should be a form of punishment where it's like, sometimes someone you have to be like as dumb as Trump to not understand like the hypocrisy at play or like the, you know, the moral equivocation that they're doing where it's like, they don't actually think it's murder. It's like, they don't think of it as a person. Exactly. They just like, don't want it to happen like they 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 sort of do but like not in the same way or they'd be trying to pass laws that equate it to murder and they don't mm-hmm. except when they do yeah except now they are so they finally got there i guess <laughs> well i mean you know they're lying because they call themselves pro-life which is the most sanctimonious possible way that you could phrase it i mean like <laughs> any self-respecting person would simply call themselves pro-baby yeah. pro-baby <laughs> who would object to being pro-baby <laughs> since it doesn't mean what pro-life currently means i think i'm free to call myself pro-baby i am <laughs> i think babies are good they're not and, bad yeah i'm, I'm, in, I'm in favor keep doing I'm what in you're favor. doing and they're I'm not in, that bad yeah i mean i prefer when i don't have to take care of one myself but you know haven't had to so far We'll see. Mm-hmm. Babies, a mixed bag. <laughs> Babies, kind of mid, actually. Yeah. A modest proposal. Yeah. A retrospective. What was that tweet where it was like, you know, like people will get mad at someone for not wanting to take care of their child, but like, what if it's just because that child had bad vibes? <laughs> <laughs> what if that baby had terrible vibes? It's bad energy, man. It's like bringing the room down constantly, <laughs> always whining and crying and taking a shit. That's one of the things that I think is a really bad invention of whatever culture made that. I don't think people should be talking about vibes. Mm, that's, vibes. That's awful. It, we just lost the, it's, it's like lost the thread. It's like a word that. I don't think like, it ever meant anything. Right. It's, it's like the whole point is to describe something indescribable and like vague. And it's like talking about a chakra or an energy or something, but well, even vaguer than that. To me, it's always just indicated that somebody is just using their intuition. They're like, I don't uh-huh. have anything formal to go off of, so I'm just going to go off how this makes me feel. <laughs> Which is like, if you have a very well-attuned set of expectations and mm-hmm. familiarity with the situation, and you get a sense that something is off, yeah. be I think valuable. That's, perfe- that's perfectly legitimate. That's why yeah. we have those things. But if you're walking into a situation you're totally unfamiliar with, and you're like, vibe check, I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Also, fuck you. Also, get out of my house. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's your like, vibes are insane, yeah. and you should leave. Yeah. <laughs> There's very different levels of intuition, where your expert level intuition, you know a lot about a topic, and then you can see the basics, and intuitively come to conclusions about it. If you're just coming to conclusions about something for no reason, with no expertise, then you're just like throwing darts at a wall with a blindfold on and the wall is on the other side of the house. Then that's one of the eight signs that you're an empath. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that. 
If you come to annoying conclusions for no reason, you might be an empath. Anyway, I feel like <laughs> I feel like uh, this kind of stuff happens semi frequently. Um, I, I feel like at least once a year you have Republicans doing something that is is generally seems like it ends up being for headlines. Mm-hmm. Um, th- these kinds of things never pass. Um, mm-hmm. I think even the people who vote for them or like write them don't really vote for them just because it'd be so, there'd be such backlash Yeah, and they don't really want this, but I feel like it's, it's just like publicity stunts. Mm-hmm. I mean, very rarely I do you get like anybody, no one would actually, even if this did pass, like unless they made it a mandatory minimum sentencing of the death penalty, uh-huh. um, which is just like it's not going to happen. It would go to, it would be appealed all the way to the Supreme Court and it would get shot down. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know they like basically functionally overturned Roe or whatever, but it's just like you can't just kill people for doing medical process. It's like I don't know, and none of this stuff is really going to work. Mm-hmm. Well, um, the other one, thing. the other one that I I am a little bit more worried about in terms of whether or not it's going to actually happen is the one that's happening in Florida, where mm. they basically want to make it so that if uh, and I'm not a lawyer, so take my reading of this snippet of a uh, law proposal with a grain of salt, but my reading of of this that was posted on Twitter is that if you have two parents of a trans kid in Florida and one of them is like it's fine that the kid is trans and then that kid is in their custody. They want to make it legal for the other parent to just come in and snatch that kid away, which Mm. is like one really (laughs) horrible and fucked up. And two, also a very Jerry Springer ass solution (laughs) to a problem that I feel like even outside of parent. Yeah. Well, even outside of the reprehensibility of the way this treats trans kids, it's like, don't you think that's just a bad idea? Don't you think that's just going to cause a lot of, fighting in families or is that just what florida thrives off of they're like that's our bread and butter (laughs) sure sure i i I think what's weird about this is like what is a trans kid like what are we really talking about one thing i one thing about this whole hysteria that's been going on for the past i feel like it's really only been like a year yeah, like it it's like, it's been a slow like boil wh- around this. When did like drag brunch start being a thing that conservatives care yeah, about? Yeah, like last year I feel like that's or something. When, but it, yeah. this is, feels like <laughs> when this, did the first Harry Potter book come out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it feels like there's been this slow boil towards like frothing at the mouth over over the concept of trans people being near children and stuff. And I just feel like I, it's not real, like. I can't find any numbers. No one's posting like how many kids in the whole country are even seeking medical treatment. Mm-hmm. It's like a hundred people. It, I feel like the numbers I've seen is like under a hundred people. You mean the amount of kids who are actually like, I want to get surgery as an underage. Well, that's not happening like yeah. that. As far as I can tell, it's like no one, no one that, has right? ever done that. Yeah. Like there's no cases in history of an underage kid being given some sort of like gender affirming surgery. Mm-hmm. That's like not something that's done or legal. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of like puberty blockers, mm-hmm. uh, that's like 
even that is vanishingly rare. Yeah. Like in the entire country, it's like 50 kids a year even ask. Hmm. So it's just like this absurd overblown reaction to like the concept of something. Mm -hmm. What it really is, what it's obviously is old people reacting to kids dressing different and demanding they say they, them or whatever, Mm -hmm. because of, you know, let's face it, kind of a cultural trend among kids to like experiment with their gender now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, they're like, these kids are turning trans because they wear one long earring and baggy clothes and call themselves a they, them. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. And yeah. I'm trying to control my kids' behavior. Or grandkids or whatever. Like, yeah, they're not wearing a dress or they're not wearing like a suit or something. So, yeah, and therefore it, they're trans. And it's just like, it's this mass hysteria spiraling out of control yeah. into like, what is what does it mean? A court of this state shall treat as unjustifiable conduct subjecting or attempting to subject a child to the provision of sex reassignment prescriptions or procedures as defined in 45601. I don't know where they're defining that. Mm -hmm. Um, But that, as far as I can tell... That's not even really happening. Yeah. I, so it's just Florida like people has like arguing kind of, over like <laughs> this insane thing that no one is doing. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of the same when like, like Florida was like making it illegal to teach critical race theory. And they also had to define like what critical race theory even is. It's like putting all of these things that are basically like pure hysterical signifier in, and like putting them into documents of like legal documents. But yeah, it's like, it's not like there's any kind of philosophical moral requirement that you like define the terms you mean. It's just like you put down trans and you have a bigoted understanding of what that means. And then other people who also have some kind of bigoted understanding agree with you and then act upon it. Well, it's kind of like arguing over the definitions of stuff. It has always been a great failing of legislative bodies. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, remember when they couldn't even figure out what pornography was? Yeah. Oh my god, that's way more clear than what it's a so trans simple. kid is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like it's people a video who are people... naked and fucking. Yeah, people yeah. having sex on a video for real, and it's not fake. <laughs> I think it's probably that. You don't know what it is. How could you not know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I guess that it's like to include just like tits mm-hmm. that are like for looking at and not art. Yeah, I guess this is the argument, but it's like, why would you? Maybe it's fucking stupid to try and ban topless women in any situation. Maybe that's dumb and you shouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should regulate pornography. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, obviously it's monstrous and, and, and comes from a place of just like massive stupidity and ignorance Mm -hmm. and, and disgusting Mm-hmm. dark hearts but like I also don't think it's going to happen mm-hmm. I also don't think even if it did pass uh, anyone would be within their right to follow this law Yeah, I mean, like I don't think Florida even you're, you're not even able to like get this kind of care mm-hmm. and the amount of kids who are seeking this kind of care as far as I can tell is very very low. Yeah, and it's also in like the a, whole country. Like these people world. are all like like anyone who's writing this kind of law. It's like they're watching a Tucker Carlson segment where he's playing clips from libs of TikTok of like drag <laughs> yeah. brunch. Their own grandchildren could be on puberty blockers. 
and they would never know about it because they it's not actually fitting their like they also don't give a shit they are who's seeing these kids yeah it's like it's, it's some kind of made up version of what a trans person is that they're like terrified of so it's like a real trans or non-binary or queer person of any kind like would not register to them like they probably interact with trans people all the time and it never occurs to them that like that's who they're talking to because they're just picturing I don't even know what they're picturing. Something else. It's easier to hate an enemy that you don't see, right? Like, that's the thing is like, you know, people remark that you would think that in Nazi Germany, after they basically had already rounded up all of the Jewish people, that the anti-Semitism would not be as important anymore. But Mm -hmm. it actually became wildly more important Mm -hmm. that now there was a secret enemy that was hidden among us and we had to root out the last vest and like, that's the same thing they're fucking doing with trans people. Like the more invisible they are, the scarier they are to mm-hmm. them. Like they're not scared of somebody who's like, I don't know, whatever their idea of visibly trans is like riding on the bus with them. That doesn't terrify them. They're scared that like, it's a bunch of people who secretly have power over them. Uh, I'm just looking here. Reuters.com mm-hmm. says that according to Komodo health, mm-hmm. Uh, in 2017, there were 633 people from 6 to 17 uh, who were on puberty blockers. Uh, and total, in 2021, there are 1,300 in the entire country. Like, we're talking about fractions of a percentage yeah. of people, of children in the country who even are dealing with this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it sucks for them. Obviously, that seems like based on those numbers, maybe there's more who would do it if it was more acceptable or whatever, because it keeps going up and it's not like there's suddenly more trans people. Sure. But. <laughs> it's very small amount of people. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm just it's saying around, that I'm just saying the, uh, the amount of I mean, you're right, John, like the amount of like it's not really about the reality, right? Like it's not mm-hmm. about saving some large percentage of kids or from this horrible fate of taking medicine (laughs) like (laughs) it's also insanely stupid because as far as i can tell none of this shit doesn't like matters at all like it's not like anyone's dying from this you can just stop taking puberty blockers irreversibly harmed or even like irreversibly changed yeah like like, also you could tell that these people's arguments are bullshit just by running like an anthropological survey of them and checking off how many of them are also like woo-woo anti-vaxxers and Mm -hmm. barefoot is legal people (laughs) you know yeah yeah just absolute fucking kooks but then when they have some an opinion on something that is a big mainstream talking point all of a sudden we're supposed to forget that they told us granola cures thyroid cancer (laughs) and start taking them seriously right yeah because they're all stupid pieces of shit (laughs) like they don't know anything (laughs) yeah i mean like by design you know just like these are some of the most like brainwashed anti-intellectual people that society has ever produced it's like medieval peasants who didn't know how to read knew way more than them because they didn't have a bunch of stuff they thought they knew that was fucking wrong Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i don't know i mean like yes it's i think this kind of stuff a little bit is like a little bit cart before the horse. Mm. Like these kinds of laws get introduced because of like Twitter hysteria. Yeah. And not the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, Absolutely, yeah. Like the culture is driving the politics on this one. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like the 
the I don't know the group DMs, the trending topics. Like mm-hmm. it's really weird because it's it's and, like and I and I don't think like I don't know. It's hard because I have trans friends and I I, I see I see people uh, like kind of being like it's really scary to like you know they're they're like scared that people are but it's like I don't know I, I don't know I I feel like trans people have been the victims of violent crimes for a long time. And I don't know if there's anybody like if that's going up or it just is becoming like a mainstream. This is like kind of the tumult of becoming mainstream and accepted. Yeah. It's it's like, it's not so much that there's more like more people who are like actively out to get you. And just like, there's more people who are weighing in and who, who are, are like, annoyed that you are now visible that you, that they've been brought into the conversation and their take is like, fuck you. Why do I have to think about you? You're a freak, whatever. Like, maybe you could argue. I mean, it probably happens that, like, when there's enough rhetoric like this that's like hysterical and painting people as an enemy and as an other, that it's like, you know, like violent crimes are like motivated by that. I don't know. That kind of thing seems like really hard to like trace exactly of like, mm-hmm. I, maybe not even like violence, but just like bigotry and like cruelty. And it's like, if you're, if I was a trans person traveling around Florida, I would like want to ask other queer people who lived there like where it was safe to go or where I could expect to not be like greeted with hostility, you know? And it's like, I, I feel like that's what a lot more people have to live with rather than it's not like people are like, if I get off a plane in Florida, I'll be killed instantly. <laughs> but there's <laughs> right, just like, yeah, there's sure. going to be an uncomfortableness or there's going to be like, you have to be on your guard for like, maybe you'll get in an Uber and then the guy will just like be listening to Rush Limbaugh or something or start like, I guess Rush Limbaugh is dead. But start just like going on some kind of transphobic rant for no reason. And then you have to feel uncomfortable. Like, does this guy know I'm trans? Does he not know? And he just thinks I'm a cis person who'll be on his side or something. I guess. I didn't I don't know. It's just like this kind of stuff feels to me like it's like you I guess what it really hammers home is just how little power you have. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes people really uncomfortable and like you don't have the power to tell politicians to not do a genocide on you. Not and I think it, <laughs> I think it like really op- is opening people's eyes to the fact that there is no difference between the U S now and the way Nazi Germany worked. Like yeah, there isn't nothing at all. It's, there, if anything, it's worse because there's like the internet exists too. <laughs> Right. We stole all their administrators and all their ideas and we we put them into practice. We gave them all the ideas and then we took all the new ones they, you know, made up. So it's just like, I feel like there's just this sense of like watching in slow motion genocidal concepts happening and realizing you don't live in a democracy. You never have. Uh And I know that's sort of like uh, some sort of cliche thing to say or whatever, but it is true. And if you thought you did it, you were wrong. And it's Uh important to recognize that like you don't have power as a, as a citizen. Yeah. And also what you were saying about like how much this is like only happening on the internet is it's like, it's more and more true that like the internet is real life. And like, it is just the town square and like, there's not really anything that's separate from it at this point. Like these laws are just like, being born and dreamed up and like created from internet discourse and internet bigotry. And then you also like, when you look at the internet, you're like, Oh, these are all like owned by, you know, libertarian 
Ayn Randian tech billionaires. Yeah. So it's like there's not even a democracy of like access to going online and like sharing your views because racist bigots buy the websites or own the websites. And then it's like Twitter becomes more right wing because Elon Musk is like, everyone must see cat turds tweets every day. <laughs> <laughs> no one can go. I day gotta see cat turds. You have to see cat turds. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it just makes me feel like more people should be focusing on the fact, on that fact mm-hmm. that you got to do something now if you're afraid, like to, mm-hmm. to make these people do something different or, or it's interesting how, how different culturally things are becoming like places like Texas and Florida are becoming like wildly different countries Mm -hmm. than New York and Los Angeles or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I just feel like that's going to keep happening. Yeah. Like they're basically saying like, if you're queer, move somewhere else. Cause you're not safe here. And it's like, they've been true for like kind of a long time, but it's becoming like much more stark where it's like, aren't there some States who were like, at a certain point, it's going to be hard to control, to, to consider like areas of the country, the country. Yeah. Aren't there some states who are like, we're going to be a trans like haven state where it's like, if you're here and, New and, York and, and like a different state is like, we want to arrest you for being trans. We won't let them like, it right. sounds like a country that doesn't have an extradition treaty with a different well, country or something. And yeah. <laughs> it was the same thing with the fucking abortions. It was like, Oh, we're going to be yes. a sanctuary state for people who need to come and get abortions from states where they're criminalized. And yeah, then yeah. it's just like, okay, I see that we are now just rearranging people based on their needs throughout the country into like self-selected little enclaves. Obviously, federalism is a great system and should never be replaced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There will be no problems with this in the future. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, in fact, I was reading, I forget, I think maybe it's in Texas or some state where abortion has been made illegal. So people who were like going to the doctor and like people who might need one for whatever complicated reason, uh, the doctors are like, you know, I hear it's a great time of year to take a trip to Colorado because it's like they're not legally allowed to tell someone that they might need an abortion. So they basically tell them you should go to a state where you're able to actually get proper medical care that's not here. That's psycho. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just unilaterally run the whole healthcare system with the federal government, please. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the love of God, nationalize the whole thing and standardize it across all 50 states. Yeah. I guess it is scary to imagine like this government running the medical system uh-huh. uh how could we make it better or worse i don't know, yeah, I don't know. um well but, i mean that's the thing is like the people who run this government run the medical system right now yeah exactly so that's, maybe that's true so just ne- but that's the thing is like there's a reason they don't just operate it directly with the state and so we can at least get them on that I mean, that's the craziest thing, right? Is that like, if your big dream is to like nationalize uh, healthcare, it's like, well, you have to do a full revolution. Like they're not going to do it. Yeah. They're just not ever going to do it. It kind of just feels that way. Cause it's like, no matter what, you can just imagine that they just like, like, unless you make it illegal for private healthcare to exist Mm -hmm. and private health insurance companies to exist. And then you, actually fund a, a, a nationalized healthcare system uh, then then it's not going to work because like the whole Obamacare thing that happened 15 years ago or whatever it was <laughs> like the reason that didn't work is because they had said well we're not going to make it illegal for p- 
private healthcare to exist. You can just be on this nationalized health insurance plan. <laughs> but not even that. Like, it was like you can go on like, a marketplace and get different kinds of health right, insurance. And it's going to be shitty. Yeah. And we're not going to fund it. You're and it doesn't it. come out of your ho- taxes or yeah, anything. Yeah. You're still having to buy. It's, it's like... like it's, such, it's so laughable. It's going to be funded because we're making you get it even if you don't care. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's 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 a evil, horrific plot to kill ideas so that everything can stay exactly the same. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you either have to... Yeah, you have to change things from a place of violence. Yeah, yeah. What you gotta do is kill the Obama in your mind. It comes <laughs> yeah. up with ideas like yeah. this. <laughs> they criminalize the citizens while they take away our health care and they derail the trains, causing us to need the health care. <laughs> and then they take the money that they that they made derailing the trains and they spend it on cop city. Because it has <laughs> What's been Cop re- City? Cop City is this thing a lot of people have been talking about. It's oh. uh, in the Atlanta area and it's a city for training cops that they want to put together. That's like a whole city that they can use for like urban, uh, you know, police, I guess they would call it. It's, it's urban warfare catchers. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and um, yeah. activists who have been fighting against it have uncovered that the very company that derailed uh, multiple trains quite recently uh, mm. donated a hundred thousand dollars to the campaign to build. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Do you guys remember yeah. that Pete Buttigieg tweet? You just like brought it up in my mind, John, where he like literally compared, I think he was tweeting about black lives matter protest and it was some article about it. And he was like, yeah, you know, I see a lot of parallels between like these new forms of policing that we need and, uh, the kind of counterinsurgency warfare I was waging in the Marines or whatever, <sighs> like when he was in, in <laughs> Afghanistan, it's just like, yeah, yeah of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder this, why. Yeah, this actually reminds me of uh, killing citizens in a in a foreign country in their own home in their, in their own city. Yeah, this reminds me of when I went on a honeymoon to Swaziland. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in I Namibia for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just vacationing there. Yeah, yeah I speak fluent for- Igbo. <laughs> Don't ask why. <laughs> None of your business. I hate actually. that little freak. <laughs> I hate him with my life. <laughs> Does not leave the lizard alone. <laughs> yeah, he needs to die. Yeah. Um, Norfolk Southern is the big idiot train company that is ruining the country this week. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, $100,000 doesn't actually seem like that much money. No, especially not. considering the billion dollar budget of most like police. Uh, offices in this country mm-hmm. yeah they're probably their response has probably been like we spend a billion we spend billions of dollars on all kinds of shit why do you guys care about this one like rounding error we're building <laughs> <laughs> uh but why did they do that uh probably just because it's part of their normal docket of things to give to they probably have a program that's like look we give back to the community and like as recently as maybe 10 years ago giving money to the police was widely considered to be a good PR move. Like mm-hmm. people loved the fucking police. Um, yeah. but now it's like, I think it's, it's not like in the court of public opinion, the police are bad, which is yeah. good. I don't know how much good it's doing, but it is good. Uh, and the so Overton now when they do stuff like sure. this, it's like, well, I, I think also, well, okay. I think this is interesting because for a lot of people, it's probably babies first. It's a big club and you're not in it. 
Mm. Right. When they're like, the rail company is in bed with the cops. And it's like, yeah, man, <laughs> no fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, just this, this concept of the cop city thing just feels so, uh, so fucking insane. <laughs> like, I don't even know how to like describe it as funny. Like it's like RoboCop level yeah. stupid. Like it is itself a satire of itself. <laughs> well, I feel like it what it what it lets us know is that thinking that like there's a like horrible civil war period in the near future of America isn't just something that your weird libertarian uncle thinks. I don't know if it's true or not. But this indicates to me that the elite ruling class of the United States certainly views it as a possibility. Because yeah. that's the only reason I can think of where they would actually construct a specific area to do urban warfare training instead of just training cops by having them do the regular urban warfare they are already <laughs> doing. <laughs> yeah. I, on, on one hand, I think that's true. But like, I do think that they are preparing for what is probably like prolonged people's war because it's like, how can these contradictions stand at this point? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> like, but at the same time, they really want it to happen. Mm -hmm. Like they, they also like have this sort of like death drive towards it as well. Um, and I don't know if it's like evidence that they that it really will it's more like they just really want it to happen mm -hmm. um well and they probably also need a place for like a bunch of special forces dudes from fort bragg who are under investigation <laughs> yeah yeah to course. go and kind of be off the radar for a while and i bet this fits the bill for that really good <laughs> yeah i also saw a uh, video that jack prilosek uh, posted Jack Posty Block. Posty Block uh, posted of Atlanta PD. Uh, they they got attacked by Antifa, um, and it's just a bunch of like donuts in black, like fucking with a chain link fence while these like kids just throw exploding uh, fireworks at yeah, them. It, looks like fireworks. <laughs> it is fireworks. Where, where are they coming from? I don't know, but like. Looks like they were just planted there. I don't know. Yeah, they're just like... <laughs> and they're just like, I don't know oh, what they're man. trying to do exactly. They're like dogs. They're just like running around growling because fireworks are going off around them. Is this the car throwing them? Is that Antifa? I don't know. I just imagine like a whole squad of police officers getting group trauma counseling for having to experience something me and my friends did to each other every weekend in high school. Yeah, yeah I put it in the chat if you want to look at it. Oh, but yeah. Let me, let me see this. It's pretty funny. Yeah. They're, they're just like... What are they? I don't know. They all look like the thumb thumbs from Spy Kids. Yeah. Oh, and it's it's he got the video from Andy No too. <laughs> of, course. Oh, of course. These cops only set these fireworks off themselves. I don't see there's no human. There's I don't Antifa. I don't is it these guys here? This is probably cops too. It's, right? it's all cops. Yeah, I think it's all cops all around. Somebody's so throwing it though. Is it landing? Yeah, I don't <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh no. They have One their gun runs out up to help. Like what do they think around? they're gonna do? 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll, like, I'll protect you. I'll shoot the fireworks before they go off this time. Why are <laughs> they closing the gate? What are I they? I love the idea of like gate. Yeah, is it is it to blow the gate up? As they think it's some kind of assault on their fortress. <laughs> yeah, after the fireworks go off, like three of them all kind of like rush towards the center of the gate. They're like, we gotta get this gate closed. It's like <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe you don't write this second. <laughs> it's a glaring opening, and that this is all they're they're waiting for. All right, yeah. so there's this black you know, car pulling up. Is I that hate who this. Was, I kind of hate this video though too because it's like if you are some sort of like protester and you're going to do something that's going to get you arrested and like be considered assault on police officers why wouldn't you use a real bomb? Yeah. Yeah. Like why like if they're really yeah if they're like, throwing a firework at the cops, ri- like, the risk of throwing a firework like this isn't going to hurt anybody like this yeah. is just to annoy them but they're going to ar- find you and arrest you yeah uh, if you're going to do this just like put peanut butter on the on the on the fence or something to fuck them up yeah yeah if yeah. you're going to annoy them just annoy them just annoy them. them but if you're going to like throw explosives at them. I think that you should be aiming for the head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. Welcome to my YouTube channel. Today, four pigs were trying to close a gate and we dumped bleach all over them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you should d- dump gasoline on yeah. them. <laughs> it's not illegal to have bleach or gasoline or peanut butter, so make your right. choice. I'm not saying I do that, but I would I would be happy. If you're, if you're getting that close, yeah, it's like, why not go? If you're already black blocked up and you're just going to run away or whatever. What happens at the end? The gate opens anyway. Oh man, they they, (laughs) the the castle's undefended. I can't believe it. What a failure. These fucking morons. Uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I can't imagine like something like Cop City resulting in anything else, but like, okay, you want to have like a playground where we can like actually fight you? (laughs) Not (laughs) resulting in like a bunch of people trying to fight you. Um seems hard to imagine. We built Cop City to train police, but it turns out the mistake was getting all the cops in the same place. (laughs) That was the day the Antifa planes rained fire down from the skies. (laughs) They took off from Vail, Colorado, and on their route through Georgia before they would eventually land in Northampton, Connecticut. (laughs) Yeah, somehow the the really stupid plan from Dark Knight Rises where you get all the cops underneath the Super Bowl and then, like, trap them it works. Trap them <laughs> yeah. In the sewer. yeah, they all went they, down to the sewer together. They dropped infected avocado toast from their biplanes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was sex replacement hormones mixed into it. The cops all became trans involuntarily. <laughs> they're so stupid. And they're very dumb. I can't believe it. It is annoying to be ruled over by such stupid people as well. Like, that. just these dumb losers who would... Uh, who would cry if they ever had to like clean a toilet? Right, the ones who are keeping us from having a just world. Yeah, like they they want to be, they want to pretend like they're like Leonidas three hundred soldiers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like if anyone even like remotely did anything violent to them, they'd cry and and weep. They have panic attacks because they touch dollar bills because they're like there was there was fentanyl in this and I'm dying. They start hyperventilating and make themselves pass out. The most anxiety-ridden freaks of all time. (laughs) 
just disrupting an entire uh, crowd of police officers who are trying to uh, like patrol a protest by running into them with an open bag of flour screaming <laughs> fentanyl. That's like, all you need. Like, Watch out, fentanyl. You don't, even need, you don't even need the, the, the prop. You can just <laughs> yell the word fentanyl at them and they run away like freaks. Yeah, don't they? They do it all the time, right? Like they touch a dollar bill and then they're like... Then I realized that sometimes people snort fentanyl with dollar bills, and that's when it overcame me. Have anxiety. <laughs> I feel like it's 50-50 cops who are genuinely afraid that they might overdose if they touch a tiny speck of powder. And then like the other half is cops who definitely just use fentanyl and they're like, This is how I get out of, you know, <laughs> pissing pissing positive on my drug test. That's true. <laughs> I, those those are the ones that you have to have well, not any respect for, but it's like at least it's like, all right, I, this is, it would be a good grift if you didn't have the worst job of all time to be like, <laughs> oh yeah, I actually touched this and it got into my bloodstream. Uh, I'm sorry. It's fucked I up. mean, that's the other thing. Like if, if you're like a warehouse worker at like Home Depot or whatever, and you touch a speck of white powder on a dollar bill and you have a fake seizure and then you piss positive for fentanyl, you will not keep your job. <laughs> 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 so, you know, uh, <laughs> Brand new observation here. There's a little bit of a double standard for cops in this country. A little bit. (laughs) Right. Um, Yeah, they suck. Anyway, that's the episode. Yeah, that's the episode. Thank (laughs) you all so much for listening. Uh, We love you very much. If you want to support us a little bit more, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash lettuce. I have another show. Is this a regular episode? Oh, Oh, maybe it is a regular. Oh, Oh, hell yeah. Sweet. Go to patreon.com slash lettuce. There's all kinds of nonsense on there, but don't touch it. Be careful. You might get like uh, (laughs) a contact high from pure podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all right. That's not fentanyl. We dipped it in regular old cocaine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's normal. It's normal. But I have another show called Work Stoppage uh, about labor and union stuff. You can check that out. Bryn has another show called Generation Loss about movies and mm-hmm. TV stuff. You can check that out. You can check out Todd's shop, doomer.shop. And as always, we love you. Stay high. Goodbye. Be bon. Goodbye.